welcome to another episode of IAY podcast. In other words, it's about you podcast. I keep feeling um, like you're gonna say ayahuasca and I'm like, all right. iOS, Android 16. <laughs> what? Um, oh my gosh, That's I'm Michelle. So needy. And there's a cat on the bed. And he just keeps going everywhere. Hi, baby. We're doing it slumber party style. Yeah, we're on a bed right now. There's some incense going. There's some candles. We're hugging stuffies. We are. Honestly, this is such a birthday moment. (laughs) Birthday slumber party moment. (laughs) Change of plan. (laughs) This is just a birthday podcast. (laughs) It's not We're a just birthday. celebrating your birthday, little Jimmy from Philadelphia. Congrats on turning 13. Thanks for coming. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Please tell your parents to vote. Um, I'm pretty sure the election just finished, but um, for anyone that's listening right now, we are clearly Canadians. <laughs> oh. But, you know, the presidential election was actually, um, I was, for whatever reason, it was so... Uh, tense. It was so tense. I hated every second of that. At one point, I was walking across the hall at work, yeah. and someone approaches me, and he's like, so the elections! And I just turned away and walked <laughs> away. I was like, no. Is that why you were giving me a face when I said the presidential yeah. election? Because <laughs> like, I was goodbye. like, she doesn't care about it. I care that they're... I, ho- I just hope they're doing fine, man. Honestly... Yeah, man. I hope they're vibing with Biden. I hope Bye. they're biting. <laughs> they're vibing. Are you vibing? Anyway. Minus 10 listeners. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have this conversation anymore. Oh my gosh. Okay. Alright, just to spice things up. You know why I need a skateboard? Oh boy, how do I tell you this? <gasps> okay. So, <laughs> oh no. You know, I am tired. Baby girl, I am tired called me baby girl okay because i'm tired <laughs> okay you ready and i thought hmm you know i'm young i'm in the prime of my knees cracking and oh i need to do something about it okay. and so i want to move to california you're moving to california i really want to oh you really want to yeah oh I'm, i am gonna do it like if in three months like nothing comes up which it will, it will come up before three months. I'm gonna land up in that place and be like, hello, here I am. Oh my God. And I'm gonna, cause their work visa because of like the free trade um, North America Act, NAFTA thing. Yeah. We can, you can go there for three years with a work visa. Oh my God. Oh my God. What the fuck? <laughs> this is news. This is news. And so I was like, you know what? California, LA needs a skateboard. Need three months. Three months. I'm oh giving my myself God. three months. Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess we have to make our time worthwhile yeah. then. Yeah. Jeez. Then we can record abroad. Out of all places, you want to be in America? <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. I was like, I truly fear the USA, and I'm like, I fucking hate that place. I, man. I, it scares me. But I thought the least scary place is LA. And, like, I mean, California. Every time I say California, I feel like it's L.A. But I know there's other things to it. <laughs> like, another San Francisco and San Diego and... I got you. 
Yeah. That's that's all I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, we... No. I could never... Like, America's the last place I want to travel to at the moment. It's weird because I was talking about travel with another person about, like, where do you want to go, who you want to be with, all that kind of stuff. I really want to travel too, but America, like, as much as I want to go to, like, Orlando Mm -hmm. and, like, Walt Disney World and shit, girl, she can wait. Like, she can wait. Yeah, that's the thing. I'm like, I can always just leave. If I hate it, I can always just leave. Please leave. Oh, my God. I already want you to leave because, oh, oh, I'm going to miss you so much. But... That, that's my main reason. I'm going to miss yeah. you a lot. I, you can, I want you for myself. Here's the thing. You can always drop by at my five grand bachelor suite. Bitch, you're paying five grand Probably. for I don't know. one I, month. Isn't it, like, expensive? <laughs> yeah, it's hell expensive. Yeah. Like, you're going to be renting out a fucking closet. And yeah. Like, this is 5000 a month. Yeah. And I have to pay for electricity. <laughs> and it's a lamp connected Me. to the outside of the closet. Like, yeah. no. Like, the, the light doesn't even come into the... Yeah, it the... doesn't. You have to pay for the light bulb. <laughs> mm. Something I... that, yeah, like, something that really, like, hurts me. Not hurts me, but, like, I, f- I find, like, a good thing is... Not a good thing, because it's an awful thing. Like, the homeless um, problem and, like, basically issue in California is huge. Skid Row? Yeah. Skid Row, yeah. Yeah, and I'm like, I want to go there. I think like, it's called I wanna, Skid Row. Yeah, it's Skid Row. Yeah. I, I need to, like, figure it out and find out, like, how a place that calls themselves a first world country, such as ourselves, can allow that. Like, I know I was told, like, why don't you just go to Vancouver? And I was like, N- or <laughs> go, go to another place. country <laughs> and, like, see how that is and then go back to my country and see how it is and like see how it translates and like what are the different practices and what do i see that works i feel like in america like i was listening to another podcast where they were talking about like the people from skid row and like their maneuver or like how they get by day to day they have like they're well fed there they they have that because they have Mm -hmm. like a whole bunch of different like homeless shelters and like they're getting taken care of. They just don't have a fucking house. Yeah. But then they'll ask for, like, money from you to be like, oh, I haven't eaten, like, three days or whatever. No, they've, they've eaten. Yeah, they and have. same here. Like, I know that um, through all the shelters, they do a lot of feeding. So every time they're like, money for food. And I'm like, no, like, yeah, I, I, I understand. Yeah. I understand. I, like, I'm very well aware. So I'm like, no, i rather just give you, like, a jacket or like gloves um or like a place for you to shower which is the things that they have less access to but food is always readily available yeah like yeah it's not like the food you're craving but it's food yeah like if you offer like instead of giving them money you'd offer like oh i'll get you a sandwich instead they'll tell you to fuck off like they will be like Oh, what the fuck? No, yeah. that's not what I asked for. I asked for money. Because mm-hmm. they're clearly going to use it for drugs. You yeah. know that. Yeah. And, like, because of drugs, like, I really... I really want to be part of that world where I get to experience it more. Because, mm-hmm. in a way, I've always been like, yeah, I want to work with kids. And I have been working with kids. But now that I'm working with this population... It's kind of like, well, there's a lot more for me to explore. Like, I have been working with kids for the past five years. 
maybe now, like, I'm going to give it a shot with adults. Oh, okay. So, like, where are you... Are you steering off to, like, are you veering more to kids or more to I'm adults? Steering are you going to, like, the teens? More into just homelessness in general. Oh, okay. I feel like, because, like, I did, I've worked with seniors. Right. And I've worked as much as, like, people what, who are younger than me in homelessness. Mm-hmm. And I really appreciate the fact that something that needs to be acknowledged is the mental health aspect mm, of... Yeah homelessness, the paranoia, the fear, the, um, like, a lot of mental health develops from trauma that has led people to become homeless. Mm. And it's rough because a lot of people are like, well, like, it was their choice. And, like, yes, the first, like, the first time it was their choice. But now it's, like, at this point it's not. Like, for example, for drugs, if you look at a drug... <clears throat> such as here we have the fentanyl problem we have a fentanyl yeah. crisis aren't we the capital of fentanyl pretty much um we we look at it and like yes the first time first time someone consumed fentanyl that was a choice but the second time it's no longer a choice mm. like it's an it's a need it's a need to survive and i'm just like i've i feel like i've learned so much and i have yet like so much to learn and something fascinating that I learned was the fact that um, for a lot of people who use things like opioids, um, the problem with overdoses is not that they kind of like lose control. It's that they'll stop. They'll go sober. They'll be sober. And they'll, like as they call it, they'll fall off the wagon again. And they'll try to consume as much as they were before. And since their body is no longer used to that amount of dose, dosage is why they overdose. overdose. Yeah. yeah. I think mean, for, like, a typical person, like a normal person that doesn't know about the fentanyl crises that's happening, like, throughout Canada, oh. actually. Like, you can easily overdose over that simple drug, and it's laced in other things, too. Yeah. Which is really Lacing hard is to... The- that, yeah, that's the biggest culprit mm-hmm. because, like, they're getting these drugs off the streets, they're getting it off of other people. Yeah. Like, typically when you hear of an overdose, they're like, oh, they're responsible. Like, they haven't been taking care of themselves. They've been trying to yeah. believe, like, them when they say, like, I've been trying to stay clean, but there are times where I just can't, like, mm-hmm. help myself. It, it makes sense in a way when you think of it in the, like, this the psychology of it and what's really happening and like what are those actions so like what I want to ask you is like why don't you want to tackle the problems that we have in Canada first rather than going to America yeah and that's something that I've said a lot to other people and kind of I feel it's kind of like the it's my take on the white savior hmm of um, people going to Africa and South America and to literally my country or Mexico. We have friends who have done it. They've gone to South America or they've gone to Africa. Yeah. I'm sure you know people. I know people. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, yeah. I built a church or like I built um, a well. Yeah, and I'm like, dude, they're missionary. Like, something. dude, go up north and build a fucking well there. Yeah. Like, <laughs> people up north don't have water yeah. or like insulation for their houses. <laughs> so they fucking freeze to death. They live in a hut. So I was kind of joking around, but I feel like dark humor has become part of me because it's something that I'm taking. It takes a toll on me 
and part of me is like ha 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 I'm going to a third world country the USA mm. to um do work but to me I feel like I just want to be American like I want to be North American like yeah. I want to be Canada US Mexico like to me that's my land like mm-hmm. that's who I am and like if like any potential employers listen to this like no uh that was a joke um (laughs) like I I am not like messed up and thinking I'm going to a third world country like I understand like (laughs) that it's not but I feel like I truly want to go city to city Mm. and I'm kind of tired of the snow yeah like it's kind of selfish but like it it is about me (laughs) it's about me (laughs) and my happiness and finding my my purpose and my way to give out to the world and to create and I find that an opportunity for me is going to first California Mm. and then I'll go to Vancouver Mm. and then I want to go work with immigrant immigrants and refugees like I want and since Canada takes a lot of refugees I want to work with Canadian refugees so I kind of want to like get a taste of everything available in the quote-unquote like yeah western world and like what the western world like the first world countries like canada usa like very hand in hand what do they have to offer i see for their marginalized groups i feel like it very much is contrasted between one and the other so like of course, in America, it's higher density of people, mm-hmm. and then there's a more likelihood of you getting harmed there or uh, going through a lot more uh, situations that you wouldn't normally see here. So it's going to go from one extreme to another yeah. as you go from America to Canada, which is very respectable because you're going through the top like floor of what North American struggle really is when it comes to, like, homelessness or, like, Mm -hmm. drug abuse, all the kind of good stuff, I should say. But um, I guess it's really commendable for you to do that because that's fucking scary. Yeah, and that's, like, that's a thing that I I started doing, like, where I work right now. um, I would drive past it, and I was like, that's scary. And, like, I would see homeless people, and I'd be like, they're ter- they scare me and I was like during my education during my formation <laughs> look at me um <laughs> during those four years I was sat down kind of like with myself and said why do they scare me why am I afraid of them and then to me like there's no reason why to like why I should be scared of them and something surprising that I found I was like they're probably really greedy and like really like garbage people and then I was like no I'm gonna apply because like they are not like they're just people like they have feelings like me and so I went there and I learned I learned first of all that like yes they are people and it's hard for them to ask for help I'm, I'm making a generalization but often like it's very hard for them to like accept people helping them and like people lending a hand because they are so used to getting rejected and I feel like in a in a sea of people saying no to them I want to be that person who says like yes and also here's a little more um 
and I like I am trying like I am only one person I understand that like I can't save the world like my goal is to save myself but I am learning how to treat myself through how I treat them and I've learned not to fear them like there's no reason why I should fear humanity at its rawest Mm. and I feel like me yeah did I tell you this I did tell you this about like people being like Alejandra why do you want to make yourself suffer and like why do you want to put yourself into these situations like what is it like was it what's in it for you and I'm like I truly want to feel the human experience I want to I want to feel all the emotions I want to I want to suffer and I want to have joy I want to cry for tear and for pain and for love and to me like marginalized groups is where that is Mm -hmm. and like I'm I want to take the elevator up Mm -hmm. and go from the top to where it's most painful and to me where it's most painful is a place that is oversaturated with it Mm. hence america (laughs) hence america yeah and like it hurts to say that because like as an outsider like yes america's beautiful and blah blah but like that's what america has to offer to me Mm -hmm. that's specifically what you're calling for Mm -hmm. in america Mm -hmm. i understand that completely because um when it comes to things that make you uncomfortable you have to go through that like we've talked about I'm sorry if you guys are expecting like a lighthearted um, <laughs> every time we're like, hey, hey, hey. I know, but we tend to talk about deeper subjects more so because it's stuff that we care about. Mm-hmm. Like, like we said, it's about you. So when you're talking about what you like and what you're passionate about, that's also a deep hitting mm-hmm. kind of conversation to have. So if y'all are listening to this just to get like, thank you, thank you, yeah, just. Thank you for listening in general. If you've listened this long, thank you for that. But also just know that this is how our personalities are when we are with each other. Yeah. These are the kind of conversations that we're like, I so wanna... what traumatized you when you were two years old? <laughs> oh, he he he, that this was for me. Not to mm-hmm. pull out all the psych 300 yeah. kind of questions, but like we like psychoanalyzing each other. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is like just another way for me to bond with you yeah yeah I feel like these conversations I really thrive off of and I try to seek these conversations with other people yo dude yeah it's so hard to like get especially like male counterparts Mm -hmm. to just fully understand it's like what you don't want to talk about abortion so no head (laughs) (laughs) like because it's always about sex with them yeah like honestly like that's what like gets me going like that's what gets me like passionate and i'm like i'll be like not even sitting i'll be pacing while like talking about these things and it's nice to kind of just like sit down and create a calming environment where we can just talk about it and think about it yeah because like it's kind of it's a common situation that we have like in this room right now we have incense going on we have a window cracked open like i am in literally your clothes right now (laughs) because i just want to be comfortable Mm -hmm. when i'm talking to you and like a lot of people strive for that because most people aren't comfortable talking about themselves they're like oh i I don't want to be selfish i don't Mm want to like self uh, i don't want to come off as a self-centered person so, like, when we talk about things like this, I get to know you better. Yeah. I get to know how you think. And, like, it's really surprising for me right now to hear that you want to go to California out of all places. Because, mm-hmm. 
Because I would think that you wanted to nip it in the bud and just go straight for, like, Calgary. Yeah, and Calgary, like, Calgary is a wonderful place. Right. And I see Calgary as a great place for um, disability and people with complex needs. Like, I, like, if you have a child or know someone and, like, you are lacking services, like, Calgary truly is a goldmine for any complex need any special needs any disability from birth to senior Mm -hmm. they got you so i feel like i have all my life for calgary (laughs) okay so you're gonna come back to home regardless of where you yeah exactly i see that so i feel like and when i say calgary i feel like i extend myself to canada like i have my entire life to experience all of canada that's true like i have been given the honor and sorry, I'm going to sidetrack completely. Go for it. I don't um, speaking of honor and Canada, uh, during that entire, like, Black Lives Matter, <laughs> I made a post and I was like, I, am, I, I apologize. Like, I don't know who to apologize to. Like, there's no one for me to apologize to right. for having been allowed into the country as an immigrant, as a refugee, and... Um, being allowed to reside and thrive in this land Mm -hmm. i wasn't invited by its people i wasn't like initiate like not initiated but like allowed i wasn't purposely intended to be yeah because i wasn't invited right i came in and i was young and i was like i am i apologize for that lack of knowledge like yes i was young but i still like now as an adult who is aware of that um imposition of myself I have to apologize for it because like yes I apologize but I again like I apologize even more because I have no intention of leaving right right (laughs) Right? like I'm taking up this I am taking the space and I I want to set my roots in it yeah but that's maybe why I want to be so nomadic because I want to experience all of Canada and um surprise um it was either up north or California, and I'm kind of tired of the snow, so I'm going to go down south, <laughs> and you best believe me, like, I will be up in the territories, and, like, yes, some people can could be like, oh, I'm taking this as a, you're working with them to make yourself feel better, and I don't like that because at work, I always feel garbage because I'm like, I hope they don't think I'm better than them because yeah. I'm offering a service, like, I truly want to have the tools i want to build myself up to have the tools so they can use me mm-hmm. not in like an like not in a use me way but in a use me way like i am here this is what i know mm-hmm. what do you know like what can i do for you mm-hmm. because i know that i've taken up privilege that you could have had so what can i do in this community to assure it's thriving like I have thrived mm-hmm. it's very humbling to hear what you have to say because you you don't equate yourself as a person that's higher than the other person because you have a whole bunch of things that they don't have it's really refreshing to hear that because there's a lot of people here that neglect the privilege that they have and or they don't acknowledge the fact that yes I do have privilege. Yes, I can do these things without getting any sort of marginalization, any sort of judgment from anyone else. 
like simply going to the washroom for a homeless person mm-hmm. is so fucking hard. Mm-hmm. If they looked like a quote unquote normal person, yeah, you know they'd be they'd be accepted welcomely. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, it's a one time thing. We just need to use the washroom. It's mm-hmm. fine. You can, but like services close up because they don't want that kind of um, you know places like malls. Yeah, yeah, implication that they are accepting of dirty mm-hmm. people quote mm-hmm. unquote yeah you know what i mean because it's bad for business it's bad for business yeah. it's bad for and it chases yeah it chases away the customer exactly so when you talk about something like this where it's so hard hitting and it like it basically just kind of deconstructs like the human kind of culture and like you want to experience everything that they're going through it makes sense to me mm-hmm. because like that's how you come off as a I can see that in you. I've, I've seen that in <laughs> <Yeah>. you. <laughs> but, like, it it makes sense to me that you mm-hmm. want to do all these things for other people. But the fact... The thing I worry about most is that there aren't enough people that actually recognize that and actually give you enough praise for doing the things that you're doing. Like, a firefighter doesn't go to a yeah. house that's on fire to be praised for afterwards because it's a volunteer job like it's a exactly (laughs) like they 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 could be like ah heck no and like it's their right and they shouldn't be punished for it exactly but they don't go for the praise Mm -hmm. afterwards once they save the person they go Mm -hmm. because they want to Mm -hmm. and because that's what they're passionate about right and i see that in you and there's a lot of people right now that are struggling to see that in themselves right so I think what I'm trying to get at is just, I don't, like, accept what's happening with you right now mm-hmm. and accept what you have currently and who you are, what you've done to get to this point, because it's a struggle out there, y'all. Mm-hmm. Like, it's really hard to be yourself these days because there's so many opinions running through your head, like, should I do this? Should I do that? Should I be accepted? Like, even in, like your own head you're you're battling all these different opinions from everyone else yeah. and it's really hard to just go to the root of things and be like what the fuck do i want mm-hmm. why am i living for just for the purpose to impress other people that clearly aren't thinking about me they're thinking about mm-hmm. themselves as well like what's what's the point? yeah and like even in this situation like i truly am thinking about myself right like i'm like this is what i want for me mm. and if it helps someone else for five minutes cool like that's really cool it's worth it yeah well well that we really dug deep into that like when i have conversations like these it's more so just to poke fun and be like yo how's it been it's been like three weeks i haven't Mm -hmm. seen you in a while but then we get into tangents like these which i'm really grateful for because i i learn another page of my friends and i learn how they think essentially Mm -hmm. and what they want what their goals in life are because i have been having these conversations with other people like for example i have a person i'm talking to in vancouver right now and like when i'm talking to this person specifically i want to get to know them more because i value a connection with this person i haven't met them like in real life or like face to face but the connection that we have is still a very human experience regardless of whether i've seen them or not 
right? And so we're like making goals and being like, yo, we should do this, this, this when we see each other, like all that kind of stuff. It doesn't matter, like, what I'm trying to get is it doesn't matter whether you've met them or you know what their, like, what their social situation is, they're equally as human as you are. Mm -hmm. They want to have an experience, they want to have a goal, and they want to get to that point where they're like, I'm happy here, and I want to stay here. I want to evolve as a person. Yeah. Right? And something I've been struggling a lot with, and it's so weird because a lot of the people I work with um, like the people I work for, I mean, um, like we call them clients. I struggle a lot with language because I've gone through several organizations where we'll call them either families, clients, members, um, uh, patients. So it's kind of like, kind of that yeah. vo- voc- vocabulary does have a lot of meaning for me. Yeah, there's a lot of implication yeah, depending mm-hmm. on the vocabulary. Of like, is it a member? Is it a client? And right. here we call them clients. And... Um, it was kind of like that, I completely forgot what I was going to say. Wow. <laughs> that but, vibe. Like, yeah. You don't really know who they are, but there's an implication there just based on the way that you acknowledge them. Yeah. Whether like, it's a client, a member, mm-hmm, a family. Yeah. Like, there are different terms to use depending on what the connection you want to yeah. establish is between What I'm them. doing for them like what work I am giving them right um and like again like once again like I feel like that vocabulary for me is very important like I feel like I don't work at a place I work for the client I work for the member I work for the family like to me it's very important to remind myself of that because I have to keep reminding myself like why am I here I'm Mm -hmm. here for them I'm not yes I am here for myself like this is what makes me um have like a roof over my head and food in my plate and it also allows for them to achieve what they are working towards and yeah I personally struggle a lot with like nonprofits and charities because a lot of them do have that like um they become com- complacent complacent right. and it kind of like turns away from what the essence of it was right which is hard it's yeah because you end up losing you end up losing the nuances that come with the human experience right and then you end up losing yourself in the like the goal the ultimate goal is to just help someone that you know is in need Mm -hmm. right but people lose themselves in there they get caught up in the details and then they're like they end up thinking about more of themselves Mm -hmm. and of the main reason why they're in the first place which is just to help other people i remembered (laughs) yeah like help other people and like not in a selfish because like i know like people are like oh yeah i'll help oh frick i like went on another tangent um but the thing i wanted to say is i've struggled a lot with like while growing up the i am here but tomorrow when i finish this I'll be happy. When I finish this, I'll be who I want to be. And I have to take that away. I have to say, I am here and this is what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. How am I doing? Like, I need to feel how I feel now, not when I finish my goals. Because if not, I'll never be there. I'll never be happy. Because if I'm like, when I move to California, I'll be happy. And when I move back to Canada, I'll be happy. And when I move up north to the territories, then I'll be happy. Mm -hmm. Or then I'll feel fulfilled. No, like, I have to feel 
fulfilled and happy and content with myself and at peace with who I am and my choices now. <laughs> yeah. That's very important. Like as much as you want to say that I want to make progress, like it's not a to-do list more mm -hmm. or less. It's not it's literally the journey of it. You have to accept that like there are people out there that like they live their lives doing a, a to-do list basically. Like once I get a car, I'll be happy. Once I get a house, mm -hmm. I'll be happy. Like it doesn't life doesn't work like that. Yeah. Like what then after you get that house? What then after you get yeah. that car? Are you There's not gonna be nothing and you're gonna feel empty. Yeah, exactly. Like it's nice to ameliorate, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Or better yeah. yourself. Yeah. Right? That's that's what you need as a person to grow, to mm -hmm. like experience life. But it's not the be all end all. <laughs> that's not why you're living your life, yeah. more so you need to live it for yourself because like at the end of the day if you're doing a job that you fucking hate why mm -hmm. are you there yeah you know what i mean like life's too fucking short yeah I, it, like that's what i've been that's why i'm like <laughs> about to pack my bag it's a big ass cliche but it's yeah, fucking true exactly because like it's a cliche because like people say it so much and i struggled a lot with simple things like dance like no one's watching right and i got zooted like off of the cannabis <laughs> and I was just kneeling in my bathtub with a shower on yeah with music playing and like dancing like crazy and I was like now I get it like I'm dancing for myself I'm right. dancing to make my body feel good and it truly felt that each movement right. and each note really hit my soul not just mm -hmm. my body and I was like this is what they mean like this is what the cliche is and it was really nice and comforting to be like, I can be in that place right now with myself. Like, I don't need to feel lonely. I don't need to feel alone. Because I have myself. And I have everything I've ever wanted. Mm -hmm. Like, And that blew my mind. <laughs> it, dude, yeah. Like, I don't have to... You don't have to be on weed to know that. You don't have yeah. to be at a different level. Yeah. Of, like, and it's it, like something i love is that i'm now able to know that about me yeah. and translate it to here where like this morning i was just like dancing with my cats and i was like all right you hate this but i love this mm -hmm. and i am having fun <laughs> like i am enjoying myself and moving with my body right yeah dude definitely and like you're sober doing it too. yeah like it's one of those experiences where you're just like oh shit i don't need anything yeah. any any additional substance yeah. to keep me going yeah this goes for drugs, this goes for alcohol, this goes for everything. And like, yes, it did take me, like, cannabis to learn a lot about myself. Like, right. I have learned a lot about myself. But now I translate it into me being sober. Yeah. Like, how does that translate? Like, what makes me feel good? And I'm like, rituals make me feel good. Yeah. And so I've, like, I'm trying to translate that into my daily life. Well, that's good. That's how you're supposed to interpret mm. things. <laughs> like cannabis yeah into your life. it's like how do you feel when you don't do it like i actually get Hi, more <laughs> pleasure <laughs> through things like alcohol oh oh right right yeah because right. i like as much as i love cannabis and everything and i don't like forgetting things because it's a very common um symptom when you are on cannabis depending mm. on what you have um i i forget some things that I talk about when I'm with people and I, I like I said I value communication mm -hmm. with the person I value connection with them so when 
I'm like smoking weed. I can't like it's fun because I'm like <laughs> when I touch this bed, I feel tingles. Like <laughs> you know, like it feels great, but it's not to the point where I can emotionally connect with you. I yeah. will at the at the moment, but mm-hmm. I won't remember it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So when I'm when I have alcohol, I can I can control it because I know how hard it's gonna hit me. I. <laughs> I don't get hangovers that often unless I'm drinking like fucking barrels of wine. But other than that, like, bro, it's one of those things where I'm like, I can connect more with you now because I'm not thinking about myself. I'm thinking about you, mm-hmm. which I need to learn how to do that sober. And I yeah, am. yeah, like, that's hence why I go on like dates and be like, fuck it. I like. If I'm going to go and I'm going to go and face the world, I have to see the people that live in it too. And I need to be able to interact with them mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. So when I'm with other people, that's my learning experience. Like for you, it's a different kind of like experience for you because you are using, well, not using people, but more so you're letting yourself become a tool for them. And, and that's how I learn. That's how you mm-hmm. learn, right? For me, I need to communicate with the people around me more so not to use me but for me to learn about myself and for me to learn what I like what I dislike Mm -hmm. who I like and what I dislike you know so for that I need to personally go out of this world like (laughs) sober Mm -hmm. and experience it for what it is yeah right I want to be get to the point where I'm dancing yeah very happily along the streets I don't care that I look yeah, like a fucking yeah. crackhead. Um, yeah, that's what I want. Right? That's that's what you yeah. want. Because I there's so much fear of what other people will think. <laughs> too and much. it's like, dude, no. There's no, too like, much I No, like I can't <laughs> feel bad about wanting to be me. I have to unapologetically be me. And you have to unapologetically be you. Because like, if not we're we're only losing and if we do that if we dance across the street we're only gaining yeah i feel like it's all well i don't feel like it i know it is it's all a mentality Mm -hmm. basically like when i see people uncomfortable in their own skin whether it's like something big or something small like i'll be at work helping a customer out and then they'll be like oh i look too gross in this dress i'm not gonna get it Mm -hmm. or um like i don't like the way it fits it makes me feel gross i'm like bro do you like it or not on Mm -hmm. your body Mm -hmm. right like i don't want to like super analyze that and go too deep about it like if they don't like it they don't like it i don't really you know that's not my business but like i thought about it once when i was like helping them out like you look great in this, personally. Mm-hmm. I think you look amazing. But it's the person's own mentality yeah. where you see it and you're like... And they feel like they shouldn't be in that like sort of you yeah. know, garment or whatever. Yeah. And they don't feel like themselves, which I get. I understand. Like If you want to wear something, you wear it because you like it yourself. Yeah. Right? So what I'm trying to get at is just like people will think differently about themselves no matter how many times you tell them to live their lives the way they want to it's hard yeah like as a as a fat person I feel like it's been very hard Mm. to kind of be like oh I want to wear a crop top and I want I want my titties out Mm. and then 
it was always that fear of like, no, there's too much of it. There's too much thigh. There's too much stomach. There's too much breast mm. for me to go out and enjoy let, the world. And, and, and enjoy the world. Like, yeah. how dare I enjoy the world with this body? Word. And it's like, no. And like, even saying it right now, it sounds absolutely ridiculous, which it is. Like, it's absolutely <laughs> ridiculous that I'm like, no, I can't wear that a mini skirt because because what like <laughs> i bought it okay the only it's reason mine. why you Where? shouldn't be wearing a mini skirt is because it's minus 30 like outside. yeah like are you going trampolining <laughs> like it probably would be illegal yeah for you to wear that mini skirt like it is it minus 30 yeah okay yeah sure <laughs> but like other than that like fuck like what's do stopping it. you do yeah. it yeah <laughs> and like I see that a lot from you whenever you send me a message. Like, you wear whatever you want. Yeah. And I'm like, wow. <laughs> and I'm like, like I, yeah. And I'm like, I have, like, the craziest things I want to wear. But then I'm like, right. And I'm like, why? Why, why can't I display my body mm. the way I want? And something funny I, I heard, well, I saw a meme. Yeah. <laughs> Where it was like, your body's a temple. And it's like, yes, it is. <laughs> Have you ever seen a boring temple? Oh. Or are they adorned in a way that shows that they are important? <gasps> that they are valuable? Oh, wow. Isn't that beautiful? I love that. Like, yeah. of course it's adorned. Because you care about it. <laughs> like, you care about it. Like, moisturize it. Wash it. Adorn it with... um. I don't know, like, do your hair the way piercings. you want. Like, yeah, piercings, tattoos, jewelry. Like, it's your temple. For y- It's for you to worship. I never thought about how a temple has been metamorphosized into, like, a person. Yeah. In that respect. And, like, I, yeah, that, as a personified temple myself, mm-hmm. I can see why you would say things like you need to you know decorate yourself in a way mm-hmm. that you think yeah. is, is fitting for yourself yeah. which is that's where it highlights what you appreciate about yeah. it because like for me when you say something like that like i struggle with body image in itself mm-hmm. as well like of course every girl does <laughs> you every person does like everyone does <laughs> which to me like it sucks because like i see you and i'm like Ah, <laughs> I will beat up anyone who says anything negative about you. Like, I would. We all have those struggles. Yeah. I get it. Um, not to say that I haven't experienced that myself, but more so, it's one thing that it's very just relatable, right? And when I think of things like fat phobia, and all those kind of situations, I think of oh, I want people to improve themselves not because they look the way they do it's more so they don't feel healthy they don't feel like themselves they don't feel like the best person they Mm -hmm. can be because of how skinny or fat or whatever they have like i've struggled through that myself i know what the fuck that feels like i know what it feels like to be marginalized by your own family for god's sake where they come to you and they're like oh you've gotten thinner you've gotten fatter you've Mm -hmm. gotten whatever like what have you been doing Mm -hmm. have you been spending too much time in the kitchen just eating food like all that kind of stuff like it all just adds up 
Yeah. You know what I mean? And then that person, And it becomes part of your mentality. Yeah, exactly. It becomes part of you. And so when you start styling yourself in a way that you like, you start criticizing yourself the way that other people have been doing your entire life, which is so sickening to mm-hmm. hear because that just shows that, A, you value whatever anyone else has said, says about you over what you would say mm-hmm. about yourself. But you spend all of your time with you. No one else does. Exactly. So then you're hyper-analyzing all these different crevices about your body and just how you hold yourself, what personality you have, and what like the way you convey yourself to the world. As much as I want to say that you should comply with the rules in general about current society, yes, mm-hmm. you have to follow the laws. Yeah, and make but sure it's not, not illegal for you to wear, like three hats (laughs) it isn't it isn't illegal for you to pierce your eyebrows yeah like it there's nothing wrong with that it isn't illegal for you to color your lips three colors and draw a rainbow and a unicorn on your face dye your hair for like whatever reason Mm -hmm. like i remember one time i was wearing a wig in public and i was just like oh people are gonna be like you know like they're gonna notice no i got complimented that yeah you know what i mean yeah and so like you don't know what's going Mm -hmm. through someone else's head they could be praising you yeah because they're probably like whoa like i wish i could wear that out in public like i that happened to me when i wore my gummy bear choker yeah because like i i look at it and i'm like i love this choker but like i can't wear it and i wore it and I was walking around, and, like, I got approached, and people were like, I love your choker. And I was like, me too? Yeah. I love a choker. Like, I'm trying to be that person. Mm-hmm. I've been, I actually have been. I've been doing I've been it. doing this. I've been going around mm-hmm. in public and just complimenting other people when I yeah. clearly like what they're wearing. And other people, I've noticed other people have been doing that too specifically younger girls mm-hmm. like younger girls mm-hmm. will go up to you and yeah. be like i love this where to did me, you get this? yeah to me that's like the biggest i get my biggest hype from that like <laughs> yesterday when i was walking around i got a skateboard because california duh. Yeah, duh. i i have like i fall this off like i fall i was counting like how often i fall i fall like once every two months probably not good i trip like once a week and like yes skateboarding is the one for me i will do it and i was walking around with a skateboard and every little girl looked up to me (laughs) with like eyes of wonder and it was like the tiniest thing but it was like and like i really wanted to be like yeah like go and buy one for yourself like not because like and i know it's like it's 2020 and like like anyone can skateboard it's poison like because it's 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 getting very much like the girls are starting to skate too but i can proudly now say like yes i love gaming i'm garbage at gaming but i can game for 20 hours straight (laughs) i am a gamer yeah and like i want i want to learn how to skateboard because it looks cool like dude falling off a freaking stair because you tried to do a flip that's freaking cool like it'll hurt but it's cool and like Mm -hmm. i really want to get out over my fear of falling Mm. so i'm like I want to do the things that have always been like, I'm not cool enough to do that. Like, or like, I can't label myself as that because like, that's a thing guys do, or that's a thing cool people do, or that's a thing skinny people do. Yeah. Cause also like buying it, I was like, am I too heavy for the skateboard? And I was like, 
why am I already like setting? Is it broken? If it breaks, I'm gonna go buy another one. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna set up yourself set yourself up for yeah. failure the moment you buy yeah. something. And you're so like, I was thinking, I can Can I jump? And I was like, yeah, of course I can, of course I can. If I can't, I guess we're not doing jumps. We're dude. Doing... They're like oversized people that can backflip, which is yeah. fucking crazy. So yeah. you got nothing yeah. to worry about. Exactly. So it's like, dude, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna do it. Fucking yeah, just do yeah. it. Like there's nothing stopping you other than your mentality. Yeah. Right. And I want to, I say that to every person I talk to, specifically guys, doesn't matter whether cis, gay, whatever, I don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, they tell me, because I have a, I, like, majority of my friends are dudes. It's not, that's not surprising. <laughs> but when they come to me for, like, their, their personal, like, problems, it's usually something that more so revolves around things like, am I cool enough to do this? Mm. Or I come off as super nerdy. Is this super nerdy? Oh, yeah. Or is is this, like, something that commoners mm-hmm. think they're, like, normies would do? You know what I mean? I'm like, fuck, fuck whatever they yeah. say. Do what you want, you know? And it's easier said than done because, like, I can barely do some of the things that I say I can do. Yeah. Or that I say I want you to do. Yeah. I want to be able to follow my own track without being a fucking hypocrite. But it's... Sometimes following your own awful. advice is hard That's because true. you're like you can see clearly in other people but yeah. unless you sit down with yourself and are like what have i been doing have yeah. i been on autopilot dead ass which i do 24 7 i'm on autopilot all the time and like i'm at a point where i'm like yo i'm on autopilot i have to sit down no and slow down and see what am i doing <laughs> what am i doing am i liking what i'm doing yeah. should i keep doing the thing i'm yeah. doing Right, and when I'm talking to these guys, I'm like, bro, like, why is this such a problem for you? Why are you thinking the way you're thinking? And he's like, for the exact same reason you're thinking the way you're thinking. Because I have my own obstacles, right? May Fee specifically, mm-hmm. where it's kind of like, yo, I, can't, I can only do so much until I start cracking. And... Like, as much as I want to say that I'm very confident in what I do, I can't always do that, right? And then when you told me that you found what I do commendable because I dress the way I want to dress. And you <laughs> say what you want, and you have, like, a heart of gold. Oh, wow. It's like, wow. damn. <laughs> Keep Cause going. Because, like, I kind of want to be like, can you join me on my journey? Because I think that you would thrive on the journey that I want to go on. I've been, yeah. I want you to do what you want. Like, I I don't want you to stay in Calgary if you don't want to like, if you don't like it here. I want to encourage you to do whatever you want to do. Because that, one, that's what friends are here for you to do. Like, they support you. They're supposed to support you with anything that isn't toxic, negative, mm. anything like that. They have to encourage you to grow. Whether you like it or not, I'm going to support whatever you want because I want you to thrive as a person right but there there are things that like other people are suffering with right now where they're like yo i want to talk about this with you in confidentiality and i want to be able to grow as well because i see it in you but i can't i'm struggling to see it in myself right and there's only so much inspiration i can give to you before you actually start listening to yourself and taking your own advice yeah right for me like, one of my biggest fears is just wearing a bikini. Because the, that kind of thing, like, as a kid, as a young young kid wearing 
something like that, it it reveals a lot about me. Mm-hmm. It's a simple thing. It's you're, literally just you're the bra. naked and afraid. <laughs> I'm naked and afraid, basically. It's literally a top and a bottom, but I can't bring myself to wear one of them. Even though I've seen people larger, skinnier, with a different frame than I am, and I'm like, shit, they look really good in that. Mm-hmm. Why can't I see that in myself? Yeah. Right? And that's that's just one of my biggest fears. Like, it's just one of the things that terrify yeah. me. It, it's a simple thing to do, but I can't bring myself to do it for yeah. whatever reason it is. And I agree a lot with that, with being afraid of doing things. And I think that my stubbornness is winning this round. Like, I feel mm. like my stubbornness... I've allowed myself to be stubborn. And, like, again, like we've talked about this, like, I'm stubborn, I want to do whatever I want to (laughs) do, but the whatever I want to do is the things I fear. Michelle, I fear, I'm I'm scared of dropping everything and just leaving for three years. That's scary. Yeah. But, like, if I don't do it, when will I do it? Yeah, I can do it in 20 years, but I have the opportunity right now. Why not? Why not? Like, why not? Like, why dream of it when I can... Make it reality, yeah. I, yeah, I was having this conversation again with another person where, like, again, we were talking about life and goals and everything, and I'm like, he, he was asking, oh, what are you doing today? And I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm writing all my wishes and aspirations, and the conversation that we had last night, I wrote everything down, and he's like, yeah. damn, but for what? Like, what are you, what are you doing them for? And I'm like, if it doesn't seem as obvious as you think it is, I need to write it down because it's a goal I want to scratch off. It's an itch that I want to scratch. Yeah. I I need to do it. Like, if I say I want to do something, I really want to do that because yeah. it makes me happy as a person. Mm-hmm. And, like, writing things down solidifies that for me. And, it, like, it makes me think of that goal whenever I'm taking a step of progress towards it. Right? It makes me feel satisfied, more yeah. or less. And... Like, when I'm talking about things like this, like, goals and, like, life stuff that I want to be able to accomplish, it really puts things into perspective of where I am right now. Mm -hmm. Am I close to getting there? Can, do I have the people in my life that can help me get to that point? And sometimes I don't. Like, sometimes I feel alone. Sometimes it feels like a battle that I'm battling for myself, to myself even though there's so many resources out there and there's so many methods of getting to point A to point Mm -hmm. B, right? And, like, it's hard to think of right now because, like, with the whole pandemic thing happening and the way the life is right now, it's so hard to just even get out of your house without feeling scared that you're going to fucking die. But that's the point. Yeah. You're going to die anyway. Yeah. So just live it the way you Mm -hmm. are, but do it safely so that you can prolong your life and the ones like the lives of others yeah exactly because you can't just live in this life selfishly yeah like of course i'm gonna go out and do what i desire but i'm gonna wear a mask during the time like i'm not gonna like i'm not doing it recklessly yeah like and you weren't either you're doing like you're a thinker you like we're both thinkers where we'll calculate things before we do them even though like we know we want to do them and like it's easy to be like you know what I don't want to do this anymore and just backtrack out of it I think yeah like once you start doing little things that make you uncomfortable the bigger things don't seem as big yeah. you know 
because for me one of my other fears wow i'm like really revealing about yeah. a lot of things about myself right now but one of my other fears is just opening up to a person like as much as you talk to me right now you still don't know everything yeah, about me yeah. right and i'm choosing to tell you the information that i want to talk to because or talk to you about because i'm comfortable about it and i i feel comfortable with you like the podcast itself is really nice for me mentally because mm-hmm. it helps me just Yeah. center all of my thoughts sort out everything mm-hmm. i want to say and just compile it into like one or two hours worth of talking yeah to and to me like i've benefited a lot because um i've been crackalacking at editing but re-listening to what i'm saying and re-listening to what you're saying i hear new things right and i notice different things and i'm like oh like and things stick to my head And I'm like, all right, like this is something that I value. <laughs> that's what you that's why you like editing so yeah. much. Yeah. <laughs> like please let me keep editing because I have the memory span of like a goldfish. Yeah. Cracker. Like when you send me the final product of what the podcast is, I get super fucking excited. But I also cringe about myself. Yeah. I'm like how did I hold myself in here? But like having this conversation now, I don't give a fuck. Like yeah. I don't care. Like, like what is there to lose? There really isn't anything There's other than nothing incriminating. Nothing like, at it, all. Like I don't say like <laughs> I don't disclose any sort of like laws that are broken. So like yeah. if anything, it's <laughs> it's not exactly a most criminal thing yeah. to listen to. But what my point is like when I'm doing things that scare me, it makes me a stronger person, mm-hmm. right? Like. for me when becoming vulnerable to a person is my biggest fear because yes, it's yeah. one of those things where i trust you immensely with this information please don't use it to backstab me please don't use it against mm-hmm, me mm-hmm. i need to tell you for my own sake but also just make sure that this information doesn't go anywhere else it's right? comforting to hear from someone else <laughs> exactly. like you also feel like Yeah, because we all have our own walls, right? Mm-hmm. We don't want to talk to anyone about like any sort of concerns, like a mental disability, whatever. You don't want to talk about that kind of thing because it puts it gives them the option yeah. to put you in a different light. Yeah. In their head, mm-hmm. like, "Oh, I had no idea you were thinking like this. Mm-hmm. I had no idea that you were so dark whenever you would mm-hmm. think about things like this. Like, we had a pleasant conversation. Why are you thinking yeah. like a absolute psychopath and i'm like no it's just those are thoughts these are just mm-hmm. thoughts like these they're are just thoughts like in fleeting. two minutes i could change my mind yeah, exactly. from everything we just said yeah and, and it's, it's, it's okay <laughs> yeah exactly like th- these thoughts aren't what who i am as a person completely mm-hmm. they're fleeting it, yeah. it changes every now and then because i'm changing now and then Right? I'm not the same person I was three weeks ago. Three mm-hmm. weeks ago, I was fucking drinking wine and talking about whatever the fuck I was talking about with you. Yeah. And it was a blast, but I'm not the same person. Yeah. For sure. Like, I know I've changed since then. I know I've changed since yesterday. Like, it's, it's an ever-evolving thing. Right? And yeah. the only thing that's stopping me right now from becoming the best person that I am are... the obstacles that ha- i have the capitalism <laughs> literally the capitalism like money can solve a lot of things i would like <laughs> bury myself in a like cave and just 
learn how to meditate and like inner peace you just become like this new cave will yeah i will become light (laughs) i am (laughs) yeah i guess so but like bro like conversations like these help me realize that like fuck it dude it's not Mm -hmm. like when i reveal parts of myself to other people it's because they also trust me you know enough to like hang out with me for like four hours on end five hours on end a whole last day Mm -hmm. like they want to be in my like in my company which is really nice to see because like sometimes you're with people that fucking hate you for whatever reason they have and you start thinking what's wrong with me why can't i impress this person Mm-hmm. right it's not your job it's not what you're here mm-hmm. for you're here just to live There's your life people who's got who are gonna like like your company and you're gonna like their company Deadass. and you're not gonna have to impress you can right. just be right and you can learn and grow i had or just be in the moment because <laughs> like what do you, what do you have to lose when you're talking to a person? You can either gain a friend, maybe an enemy, but it's still the same attention. Just one's more negative and one's mm. more positive than the other. That's literally it. Yeah, one fills you up, one drains you. Mm. Yeah, it's pretty much the same energy, mm. give or take. But like, my point is like the people that come into your life have a purpose, right? But you have to decide what that purpose is. Is there either a lesson or a curse? There. <laughs> They're a lesson, or they're an additional asset to you. Yeah. Right. You can only gain so much from a specific person from hanging out with them and being like, yo, you're kind of cool. But also, like, if you're with a person that's fucking toxic, leave. Like, as much as you want to be like, I value the experience. Hey, Britney, Britney (laughs) Spears, this is a direct message to you. Please leave. (laughs) Oh, boy. But, like, anyone right now that's, like, suffering through a rather toxic relationship, I think I brought this up last podcast, too. Even if you don't feel like it's where you see yourself right now, you're probably, like, "Mm." You need to communicate that out. Yeah, definitely talk about it. Please. And if they react negatively, well, get out. (laughs) There's a situation there. You might want to analyze that with something that isn't the same person. That's that's a little, uh but yes please communicate your feelings is what i'm i've been trying to say this whole time yeah because these are kind of the things that you need to establish with other people because honestly like no one wants to live their life fucking confused all the time and be like do they like me do they whatever Mm -hmm. like i stopped tiptoeing around the situation a long time ago you gotta be straight up have to at this point like girls when you flirt girls girls when you flirt please be straight up yeah it's like hello i like you oh my gosh do they like me they said they like me but they could have been a trick dude that ass like i've been learning how to do that so like since whatever like it's still really hard for me to do to be like i openly like you i have a crush on you i'm not gonna and i'm gonna i'm gonna like i'm working on getting better at like not being stepped on how so like i'm a very giving person yeah like i i think that like a way that i learned um hello children with narcissistic parents <laughs> um i acts of service is the way i learned to give love right. like i must give myself 
towards the happiness of the person mm-hmm. and it's nice to learn like i don't have to like bend over backwards for you for, for anyone yeah like i can if i like i'm not going out of my way but like dude if i'm like at like hanging out with you and the entire time i'm sweeping the ground you're about to walk on like this is not for me no no fuck that shit yeah absolutely and even if like you're good and like you don't expect that of me just the simple fact that i feel like i need to do that Mm. is not good and like the problem may not be you it may be me maybe it's you and not me but like there's something wrong there (laughs) it's like the meme where it's like (laughs) our relationship is 50 50 i should be breathing and you should be worshiping me (laughs) (laughs) exactly like i i feel like i need to learn how to put that receive that energy from the world yeah and give or take and give less because i empty myself and i feel tired and like i was like the last like two weeks i was always like "Mm, can we postpone because i was tired i was like i'm empty and like i knew that like again like very stubborn me i was like okay i know i'll feel feel filled up once i see you but it's kind of like that i'm too empty to see you yeah i yeah like, I'll feel my emotions at the current time, but explain yourself with a valid reason. I don't give a fuck. Like, you need, like, I could be mad at the time and be like, LA, what the fuck? It took you, like, four hours to get here. Mm-hmm. But I don't care mm-hmm. afterwards because you explained yourself. Mm-hmm. That's why communication is so important because yeah. you need to be able to be like, okay, at the time, I was fucking mad. But now, I... I'm fucking glad. I'm glad. <laughs> and also, I can... I can see myself talking mm-hmm. to you in a more calm manner yeah. where I'm not like flooded with emotion and everything. That's why you need to leave when you're super fucking angry. And, walk like, away. You don't reassess away. in five minutes. Dude, yeah. Beat up a pillow. Do something. But yeah. don't, do, don't punch a wall. Don't punch a wall. <laughs> Hello to my ex. Don't punch a <gasps> oh wall. Oh my gosh, see? <laughs> Holy shit. I love oh garbage God. people. Okay. Thank I think you. Yeah, we talked for like an hour and go hug a tree, go hug a tree. But like, not in like a haha. I'm gonna go hug a tree. Like, literally, go. I don't remember the last time I hugged a tree. Why, I do. (laughs) I remember when you hugged a tree. When we went to um, yeah, and ask us to get. Okay, I need to go hug a tree. It's been like three months. Three months. (laughs) All right. Bye. But anyway, yeah. Bye.